0: My fellow Debbie Sickos to the Debbie Big Board, part of the Rookie Big Board Podcast Network. I am your host, Skip Newton, flying solo once again today. I am going to be talking about a current Debbie draft that I am in right now. It's the same league that I talked about last week when I talked about drafting quarterbacks and got into the history of this league and the strategy and how. Quarterbacks are a, a lot more risky than running backs and wide receivers, so I thought it'd be great to review this Devy Draft as it's happening. I'm just going to go pick by pick. We're about 21 picks in, and then at the same time, as the top freshmen get selected, the quarterbacks, that is, I'll, I'll break them down as well, so we'll kind of combine episodes and do a Devy Draft review and freshman quarterback review as well. But first, I want to talk about the ridiculous value that comes with being a Rookie Big Board patron. March is a huge month here at the Rookie Big Board. Patrons will get Volume 1 of the 2023 Rookie Guide on March 17th. The 2023 seasonal projections are out now. We have just released a brand new Biggest Board, which allows you to compare the value of 2023 rookies directly with Devi and Dynasty players, and the Rookie Big Board is being updated almost daily. You can become a yearly patron for 15% now. That is just $30 a year, which is cheaper than what you would pay for a nice case to keep your card collection protected and safe. If you want to win a fantasy football championship this year and next year, you need the ridiculously valuable resources offered by the Rookie Big Board team available at patreon.com slash rookie big board. One note from last week, I I talked about Debbie quarterbacks and I talked about Walker Howard and I completely spaced that he's no longer at LSU. He transferred. So wanted to bring that up and just remind people he is now at Ole Miss. So we will be interesting to see if he can win that job taking over at Ole Miss hopefully. But no longer at LSU. So just want to put in that correction for all of you. All right, let's just get right into this Devi draft review. To remind everyone, this is a 12 team super flex two tight end league, just to kind of give you an idea. PPR, of course. And this is year 5 of the Devi draft and there are three rounds, so 36 players go in the Devi draft every season. Starting it off, pick one hundred one was a a fairly obvious one. I'm going to say Drake May, North Carolina. You know, I, I talked about quarterbacks being risky, but at the same time, when you get a quarterback whose first season as a starter puts up just fantastic numbers like Drake May did, and right now he is projected to be a first round pick in the 2024 class, that that's really a slam dunk. I mean, that's a hard hard guy to pass up on in a super flex league. So I I have no problems whatsoever with Drake may at one Oh one in this Debbie draft. I mean, he phenomenal season. He probably will, will back it up with another outstanding year in 2023. You know, the only risk here is you never really know what's going to happen with these quarterbacks. I mean, Sam Howell had a fantastic freshman season and, Still really good second and third years, and then he falls all the way to, to the fifth round. I mean, it's just kind of weird like that. But, you know, Drake Mays is a different guy. You know, same college. I, I I like this pick. Second pick, <laughs> diving right into those freshman quarterback, Malachi Nelson going to USC. Of course, he's eligible in 2026. And let's just talk about Malachi Nelson. He was a QB 5 according to 247 he's 63 182 pounds, five star prospect very good mobility constantly looking downfield throws well on the move he's got a nice arm makes pretty good reads most of the time according to to what i saw on film he does need to work on some of the downfield accuracy it felt like he was maybe a little short on some throws or or behind a receiver too on a crossing route so want to see him clean that up. Of course, he's got plenty of time to do that. He's got a nice touch. I did like that. And a a quick release. So a lot of talent with Malachi Nelson. He's going to get you yards with his legs as well. So from a fantasy perspective, he's clearly one of the top tier of the freshman quarterbacks. I've got him, got him at number four overall. But again, these these top four and in, in tier one are very, very close. So don't think you know, oh, you, bad pick here. Risky with the second overall pick. You know, especially considering some of the guys I'm going to talk about in a little bit. But you know, tough to tough to pass on the who the, who obviously this this Devi manager thought was the best player or best quarterback in the class. So took him second overall at 103. I think this is a slam dunk and I would have seriously considered him at one Oh one definitely at one Oh two. And that's Quinshawn Judkins, Ole Miss running back eligible in 2025. I mean, the guy was fantastic last season. He did everything you want to see from a, a true freshman. Just absolutely lit it up. He is, he is right up there with, with Nick Singleton as, you know, tier one running backs in that class. So in my opinion, this is this is the safer pick, right? I mean he he looks like he is going to be for sure a a solid to to not you know maybe very very good NFL prospect. He's got the requisite size to be a to be a three down back. You know, over fifteen hundred yards, average five point seven yards per carry, sixteen touchdowns, fifteen receptions for one hundred thirty two yards, and a, and another score. So really good numbers there. For for Quinchon Judkins, like him here at 103, just fantastic pick. I think that was a, a no-brainer. At 104, another freshman quarterback, Arch Manning, going to Texas. Of course, we all know the Manning name has the pedigree for sure. To get into his specifics, he is 6'4", 215, so really good size. Another five-star prospect. Not only QB1, but I believe player one overall, Good arm, very good accuracy. just looks like he is poised in the pocket. You know, Arch Manning's got some some decent mobility. I mean he's gonna gonna move around in the pocket a little bit, but let's not kid ourselves. He's a he's gonna be a, a more prototype pocket passer. I mean that's kind of where his lineage is. He does throw well on the run and he can find second and third options. so I like how he can can read the field and and pivot when necessary. I've got him, of course, in my my tier one as well. Got him, you know, third just above Malachi Nelson. And and again, you know, this is really my initial review of these of these quarterbacks. There's gonna be a lot more analysis, you know, even before the the season starts, but as they start to play in college, we have to continuously, you know, review, you know, what are these guys doing and how are they looking? And you know, for a lot of them, we're, we're maybe not even going to get to find out, right? I mean, they, they might not play their freshman season. In fact, a lot of times that's the, that's the preferred, you know, decision by these, these coaches. So, you know, Manning, I'm sure is going to, going to sit behind Quinn Ewers at Texas. Of course, Malachi Nelson's not going to play, you know, unless something happens to Caleb Williams. So, you know, both these guys are, are probably sitting and learning for a year. And again, that, that's not a bad thing at all. So solid pick here at 104, Arch Manning. At 105, The first running back of the 2026 eligible class goes off freshman Cedric Baxter Jr. at Texas. We talked about him a few episodes ago in the freshman running back series. There's a, there's a lot to like with, with Cedric Baxter Jr. He's my, my number two running back. I mean, just, just a solid player, 6'1", 215, five star. So, you know, this, this is a, this is a pretty good, pretty good selection to, to be honest and if if history has taught us anything lately the these top-rated running backs in in 247 have come in and immediately shown just how good they are when they hit the college field in the fall. I mean, Travion Henderson, his freshman season was outstanding. The year before that, of course, Bijan Robinson, everybody's 101. Nick Singleton last year. I mean, it it's just it feels like they're almost a can't miss. So you know, if Baxter is, is the number one, you know, overall player at at running back, there, there's a history saying that, that it's probably gonna, gonna, gonna pan out for the the guy that drafts him. Now he's RB two according to two, four, seven, but still, I mean, he's highly rated. So good pick here. 106, right back to the freshman quarterbacks, my quarterback one in this class, and that's Dante Moore at UCLA. I love this prospect. My pick isn't coming up until 109. And I think I would have broken my rule and taken a taken a stab at, at Dante Moore if he'd have made it to 109. I just, I love him that much. He is about 6'2 two half, 210, five-star prospect, the number three quarterback overall, according to 247. He will stand in the pocket, despite knowing that he's going to take a hit and, and deliver that ball. He appears just from watching him to have all the intangibles and that, that is something that you just, it's really hard to measure that with these quarterbacks. And and that's one of the things that that I think is going to make Dante Moore really special. He, he does have an outside chance to play at UCLA as well. He's an accurate passer, a really solid arm, makes quick reads. I, I love this guy. He, I mean, he stood out to me while watching. So I'm expecting big things from Dante Moore. I love the pick here at at 106. 107, it's yet another freshman quarterback, Nico Ayamaleva going to Tennessee. And this is the the fourth guy in my tier one. I've got him number two over all of the freshman quarterbacks. Big kid. I mean, 6'5", 195. So Clearly, can can add some some bulk to that frame. Another five star prospect. He's QB two overall on two four seven rankings. A live arm, great mobility. He keeps his eyes downfield. Aymaleva can zip that ball to his receiver, but he also shows really good touch. So I I like to see that from quarterbacks that have strong arms. You know, you, these guys that just crank it in there every single time. That. That doesn't always translate to success. You you got to show a nice touch, especially on, you know, like corner routes into the end zone, or you're just, you know, you're feeding one in where you're you're getting it just over the head of like a, a linebacker, but in front of the safety. I mean, that's, that's important. And he really has good, good pocket awareness. So lots to like here by Iamaleva And as you can tell, you know, in, in the fifth year of this league, you know, your, your top your top picks in superflex were were all quarterbacks and, and everyone's willing to to reach on the incoming freshman. I mean, we're at 10, 107 here and four out of the you know four of the seven picks were freshman quarterbacks. So that that says a lot right there. The next pick we we're finally going to get away from from quarterback and Antonio Williams, Clemson, eligible in 2025. This was a this was a nice pick. And Antonio Williams last year for a for a really disappointing offense at Clemson stood out as, as the, as the go-to guy. I mean, people just seem to to be higher on him than almost everyone else at, at that wide receiver room. And I hope with the new offense there that we're going to see, we're going to see some better things from, from really the offense as a, as a whole. But I think some of these, these highly ranked wide receivers that, you know, haven't, haven't shown us a lot, like, like, Adam Randall, for example, um, Bo Collins, you know, it, it, we're, we're expecting these guys they are all highly, highly ranked prospects. And then they, they don't seem to do as well. And, and I'm not so sure it's, it's because of them. I think it might be because of the offense, but getting back to Antonio Williams, you know, 56 catches, 604 yards, not the greatest average, right? I mean, just under 11 yards, four touchdowns. So you, you want to see some, some more balls downfield, but again, could be a, a product of the offense. So Solid pick here is is one of the the top wide receivers available. He goes 108. Finally, we get to the 109, my pick. And this one, you know, I I thought about a few guys here. I mean, there's a lot of talent, you know, still on the board. I haven't mentioned any of the incoming freshman wide receivers. And I talked about them not last week, but the week before and talked about how much I love this class. So I was really thinking strong about Brandon Innes at Ohio State or Zachariah Branch at USC. Not easy to pass on those two guys, and, and those were the two guys that I was considering here at 109. But I, I really couldn't get away from the fact that, that Barry Brown has already played a season and shown us that, that he belongs and that means a lot. You know, 6'1", 173 pounds, four-star. I mean, just, just a explosive athlete. And he is dangerous after the catch. And those kind of traits, they just translate really well. And when he touches the ball, things happen. You know, 50 catches, over 600 yards. This is a true freshman. Over over 12 yards a catch for, for four touchdowns. But... You know kickoff returns. You know 440 yards on on 16 returns for 27 and a half yard average. He he took one to the house for a score. Seven punt returns for 28 yards. I love when wide receivers and running backs, and it's usually not running backs. It's mostly just wide receivers. But man, do I love when wide receivers can return punts. That just shows how dangerous they are with with the ball in their hands. You know kickoff returns show that a little bit, but that's more. You know you're you're running in a straight line. Picking out that hole and and hitting it as fast as you can. Where punt returns, you got to make guys miss and then explode into open space quickly. You know before the next wave of, of would be tacklers comes on to you. And, and Barry and Brown has that ability, so I'm I'm really happy with this pick, even though you know maybe some some buyer's remorse, especially if Innes or or Branch, you know the two guys that I was thinking about, if they explode at Ohio State, their their freshman seasons. All right, the 110 get back to the freshman running back, you'll see a, a theme here, right? I mean, it's almost all all freshmen in this first round. You know, we Drake May went went one oh one and then Williams and Brown here 108, 109, and that's it. I mean the rest of these guys are gonna be freshmen. we got Justice Haynes going to Alabama. Of course Alabama just constantly adding, you know, high end talent everywhere across the board. They they've got Jamarian Miller there, you know, already so anytime you draft a player at Alabama, you're gonna to have to be patient and wait. And you can't you can't expect that player to to do things in their true freshman season. Talked about him again on, on the running back show, but you know, he's high four-star, 5'11, 200 pounds. A lot of people have him as their freshman running back one. I've got him at number three, so he he's right up there. I mean, just a solid solid player. Justice Haynes going to Alabama. Next guy, one eleven is Ruben Owens, Texas A and M. Again, another freshman. Owens is is in that top tier of of incoming freshman running backs for me. I mean, a five star prospect. A little bit smaller at at one ninety, but of course, you know, one ninety is a is a high school kid. Even if that's wrong, and it's it's one eighty five, he he can put on some weight. He was the number one overall running back according to 247. I mean, he's, he's shifty in space. He sets up moves to to, to make defenders miss at breakaway speed. Just, you know, gonna, gonna be a, a pass catching back as well. So hopefully he, he gets some, some good run there at, at Texas A&M. Last pick in the first round of this Debbie draft, the A4 mentioned Brandon Innes. I love this pick. Of course it goes to the guy that won the league. So Nicely done there, and he's my he's my top wide receiver in this class. I love him, um, right up there with with Branch. Actually, you know, one one A one B. You you can probably probably actually I, I think I like Branch a little bit better just because he's so much more explosive. But Ennis is is awesome, and man, it's 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 just a, it's just a good pick. I think he's one of those guys. He's gonna be he's gonna just get open, and he he's going to be an elite route runner which Ohio State always seems to have and he he can go up and get the ball. I I love this kid. So, great pick Ennis at 112. All right, kicking off round 2, the final quarterback of the incoming freshman that's taken so far and not surprising because I think this is mostly everybody's you know last guy in the top 5 and that's Jackson Arnold. He's going to Oklahoma. Definitely down into, into my tier two of the incoming class. He is still a five-star prospect, according to 247, 6'1", 205. Good size there. QB4 overall, according to 24-7 Sports. He's got a, a quick release, got some solid mobility. There, there was some accuracy questions that I saw on deep throws. He seemed to, to miss guys or, or be under-throwing quite a bit. Um, has enough arm strength on the sideline routes though. So I like to see that, you know, those sideline routes, you got to get the ball there quickly and he can do that. It, it, I mean, it just, it gets there exactly when it needs to. He keeps his eyes downfield when scrambling and, and really appears to make good decisions. So Jackson Arnold going to Oklahoma eligible in 2026 is the first pick in the second round. Second pick, not a surprise here. And I think this one took all about five seconds for the guy to make Zachariah Branch going to USC, um, wide receiver one in the class, according to a lot of people. I talked about Innes. I, I got branch Innes right there. I, I mean this this kid was comp to Tyreek Hill, which is you know, that's a that's a high comp, but man, is he explosive and fun to watch. So I I totally get this this pick. You know, 5'10, 172, 5 stars dynamic in space he's gonna contribute on special teams immediately um the only thing i i thought that i saw a few times was using his his body to catch the ball you want to get away from that and use your hands but you know guys can learn how to get away from that but just just a, a fantastic prospect is Zachariah Branch going to USC uh, another another freshman we just we're just on a freshman run here Jonte cook the second wide receiver going to Texas. You know he he's up there you know ranked with with some of the best ones, not as as high as as a couple of these guys that I've talked about. So I'm gonna have to page down here just a little bit more to find him. You know six feet one seventy five. He he does have the speed to to get deep and and he's gonna get yards after the catch. You know athletic, good route runner, really good hands. Make make some difficult catches. So we saw that. So I like Jonte Cook, the second for sure. He's not tier one, the incoming freshman, I believe tier two, but he's, he's up there. He's, he's close. Uh, might actually, might actually be a tier one of two guys and then tier two. That's right. So maybe near the bottom of tier two. So really like John T. cook going at two Oh three, at two Oh four, another freshman jury on Dickey, Oregon, you know, great prospect. I have him just ranked slightly ahead of a cook, big guy, you know, six three, two ten, five five stars, number two overall, and you know, high points the ball, he's strong, he, he wins contested catches, he plays physical, great hands. You know, that's the kind of guy that I think can come on and be successful, you know, pretty quickly in in any college offense because he's not gonna not gonna lose those physical battles against against cornerbacks. So really like Dickey at two oh four going to Oregon. Next up, mentioned him earlier, Alabama running back, Jamarian Miller. 2025 eligible so finally getting out of the the freshman a little bit here everyone's I think kind of expecting him to be the starter and I I I can see why you know 510 195 four star I mean he's got he's got good speed and acceleration with a nice burst has some some wiggle to his game he will get low to initiate contact and he looks like a good pass catcher so you know Jamarian Miller is is a solid a solid bet I mean you're typically not going to be going wrong when you, when you go with, you know, an Alabama players, especially a running back. I mean, they just seem to, to have, you know, more, more guys than they can possibly feed the ball to. He, he got a little bit of run last season, 33 attempts for 223 yards, you know, just under seven yards, a, a carry with, with a couple of touchdowns. So did get on the field as a true freshman, which I think means something as, as an Alabama player. Next guy, you know, First, you know, first guy in the 2024 class since Drake May at 101. We're at 206 now. That's Malik Neighbors, LSU, and of course, a little bit of bad news came out a couple of weeks ago where he was arrested on a gun charge, and I believe the follow up there is that those those charges were dismissed, so he was not charged. So no uh, no worries there. I, I think that's that's pretty common. I don't I don't think anyone was expecting that to be a a major deal. I don't even I wouldn't even call it a red flag. Maybe just a a yellowish caution flag. You know, he got the he got the yellow card if you're a a soccer fan, and that, that's fine, right? You know, he's still a kid. Kids make dumb decisions from time to time, so hopefully he learned his lesson. But there's a lot to like about Malik Neighbors. He he actually was another guy that I considered even way up at the 109. So I may may live to regret that. One of the things you got to love about him is he's eligible in 2024. So I wouldn't have to wait as long to get him on my roster. And that that means something in Devi for sure. So this is this is probably the the steal of the draft, in my opinion. Maybe one other guy coming up I'm gonna talk about in a little bit, but to get to get neighbors this late really, really is a, a nice find here. I mean, he's in my second tier of wide receivers overall. It's a big second tier, but but I like him. I mean, he's got decent speed, nice acceleration. He he will win some contested catches, good hands. He looks like he can just, you know, be he looked like he could be a good route runner coming out of of high school and he's proving that at LSU. So he's making it happen in college. And I like how he makes quick decisive cuts. I mean, that's how you how you create separation, quick separation from the corner and that's vital to to getting open in the NFL. So Malik Neighbors, LSU a really good pick here at 206. Next one is, in my opinion, the last of the incoming freshman wide receivers that that you know really should be going this high. He's one that I would have been very tempted to take with my next pick, which is coming up in a couple more, and that's Carnell Tate going to Ohio State. So yet another Ohio State freshman wide receiver that's highly ranked, you know, again talked about him a few episodes ago, but just for a review six-two, one-eighty, five five stars. I mean, one wide receiver three overall and he just he tracks the ball extremely well, just great hands, goes up and gets it. He'll make the spectacular catch. Uh, there's a lot to like with with Carnell Tate and I have no problem with with taking him right here at 207. I mean, I think you know, he's the the last in the tier which is which is kind of a big deal, right? When you're when you're within a tier and you can get the last guy in your tier before dropping down, that's that's a good sign to to make that pick. So really like that at 207 because you know the the rest of the tier you know they're they're gone. Ennis and Branch, you know Dickey and Cook. So why not? You know take take this guy. I think there's one other guy I would put up there. I would consider, but but. I've got Tate at a, at a tier above him, so I, I like this a lot. The next pick is is another one that I'm going to call a, a bit of a steal. I think he he fell too far, and this is 208, and it's Trevor Etienne at Florida. He's eligible in 2025. I was going to take him with the 209 pick if he fell. I had already made up my mind that I liked him well enough to to grab him. You know, five nine, but 218, so he's got some good size and really. Really had a, a nice a nice freshman season. He's got quick feet. He lowers his body well at the point of contact, which is really important for running backs. It it helps them initiate contact. It helps them break tackles. You know, they, they get they get their good um, contact balance going. He's got a nice jump cut and, and really good acceleration. I think he can be a good a good pass catcher as well. I'm gonna take a quick look here at the stats to see if if you know, he was used a lot in the passing game. If it kind of backs up that analysis of so bringing that up quick, not a whole lot, just, just nine receptions in his first season for 66 yards. It's early though. So, you know, we, we've, we've got a couple years more of him at the, the collegiate level before he is eligible to turn pro. So let's see if, if that number can go up. I mean, he only had 118 attempts all that season, but he averaged over six yards per carry and scored six touchdowns. So, I think everyone's kind of expecting him to to take on more of a, a major role there in Florida. And and I agree. I mean, Etienne looks like the guy. I think he can be one of the you know, one of the top running backs in that class. You know, you've you've got the big two already with Singleton and Quinchon Judkins, but you know, Etienne's in that in that next tier for sure. And the last pick, at least up until this point of the draft, and it happened to be me, my pick that I just made a, a couple hours ago. And I, I really struggled with this one. I mean, I, I sat on the pick for, for a couple of hours. I, I considered maybe trying to trade it just because the, the guys that I were, I was considering, they're so close. And they, the two guys at wide receiver that I was looking at were a Troy Franklin at Oregon, who's available in 2024. So he's eligible next year. And really really like his game. You know, I think he's he's making some good progress after what I'll call a fairly disappointing freshman season. And you know, he's tier two running back for me. And if you look at the look at the stats like I was talking about, where you know, his his freshman season only eighteen catches for two hundred nine yards, but last year sixty one for eight ninety-one and and nine touchdowns. How many times did he score? Nine times and 14.6 yards per carry. So, you know, really had a nice a nice second season and that's why I I've, I've got him up there I feel like it it backed up how highly I thought of him coming out of high school. Well, the other guy I'm looking at was Totora McMillan at Arizona and he was a true freshman last year and 39 catches, 700 yards, 702 yards, so you know, 18 yards a carry, eight scores. And man, those are those are great stats. And I I have a tough time passing on a, a true freshman that that puts up those kind of numbers, and so it was really a struggle. I I like Franklin a lot. And I like that he's eligible in twenty twenty four, but you know McMillan might be you know tier one in twenty twenty five. So that that I was really going back and forth, and then I finally just decided to to pivot completely because I was looking at the freshman running back, and there's only one more guy that, that I have in tier one. And he happens to be the guy that I actually like the best. And that's Richard Young also going to Alabama eligible in 2026. And you know, the, the upside is he's, he's Alabama. They, they kick out great, great prospects. The downside is the odds of him seeing much action this year is really low. So I'm going to have to you know be patient, you know, 5'11", 200 pounds, four stars, RB four overall, according to two, four, seven, but He's he's fast. I mean, he's got a verified 10.81 in the hundred. A quick burst to get to the second level speed can can take it to the house. Good contact balance. He's shifty. He's athletic, and I just really liked what I saw out of Richard Young. So I'm I'm fine, gambling here a little bit and and adding him to my my Devi Taxi squad with with Barry and Brown. I feel like I've done a nice job of adding some of the top top tier guys on my list. But again, you know, I, I pass on a couple guys that I that I really like. So, that that's where we're at in this draft. I might I might wrap this up next week just to let everyone know kind of kind of how it finished, but I'm feeling pretty good. So, hope hope everyone finds some value in in reviewing these players and, you know, where they're falling in a, in a live draft and kind of my thought process on a lot of these guys. So, really really thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Devi Big Board, part of the Rookie Big Board network. I'll be back with more Debbie Big Board next week, but be sure to tune in next week to hear from our friends on the Dynasty Big Board and, of course, Matt and John's Rookie Profile Series. Everyone have an outstanding weekend. Enjoy the Combine. Should be a lot of fun. Take care, everyone.